in this uh, talk I would like to concentrate uh, my attention on Our Lady's presence in the Mass. This is the main topic, the presence of Our Lady in the Mass, so that we can learn how to participate uh, in the Holy Mass with the help of our Blessed Mother Mary. We have a beautiful pattern of participation uh, after which we have also to model our own Christian participation in the Mass. In order to understand the presence of Mary, our Mother, in the Mass, it is important to go to the very beginning of her uh, presence in the celebration of the Holy Sacrifice of the altar, which is the Golgotha, where Jesus uh, offered up his uh, sacrifice for our salvation. So we have We have already said before that uh, Our Lady uh, is at the foot of the cross, not by chance, because she just she wanted to be with the Son uh, uh, out of a human uh, feeling. But uh, she is on Calvary for a, a divine design. It's God's design that... Uh, already uh, established that very important presence on Calvary, Our Lady at the foot of the cross. But that moment when Our Lady is at the foot of the cross, standing, this is just the, the, uh, the, the completion, in a sense, of her participation in the life of Christ, Uh, in all mysteries of Christ's life. She's always one with Jesus throughout all his life. From the beginning, the Annunciation, conception of Christ, the birth, the presentation in the temple, the public life when Jesus began his ministry, his public life, and then his, uh, his uh, passion and death. Our Lady is always in Jesus, with Jesus, sharing in his mysteries. And uh, uh, so the Calvary, the presence of Our Lady on Calvary, is a moment when all, uh, uh, all mysteries of Christ are now present in uh, this uh, final moment. All mysteries are leading to that final mystery. So, It is the same with Our Lady. All her participation in Christ's mysteries is now leading her to participate finally in this, uh, in this uh, mystery of our redemption. Her being at the foot of the cross is the completion of her being in Christ's life, present always in Christ's life. We can, we can on Calvary we don't have many words spoken by Our Lady. She didn't speak any. Yes? But she is there and her presence is, uh, her presence is uh, speaking even her actions, isn't it? Are speaking more than uh, words and possible words. What's her action at the foot of the cross? She stays 
The only way to describe precisely her presence is a lady, according to the Gospel of St. John, a lady stood at the foot of the cross. Stood. To stay. A lady stays. And uh, this is the action which speaks more than words, of course. To be there, to be fully immersed in that mystery, to be present interiorly and exteriorly. The sacrifice is interior and exterior. To be there at the moment of Jesus' simulation is the very completion of her participation in the mysteries of Christ. The verb to stay, actually, uh, is echoing another verb. Another verb which was uh, another word of Our Lady, which was uh, spoken at the beginning of her ministry in Christ's life. At the moment of the Annunciation, there is only one word summing up all her response to God. And this word is fiat. Fiat. Fiat means let it be done according to thy will. Fiat means yes, I do your will. Let it be done as you want. So, since she spoke that uh, fiat, she was always, she was uh, always faithful to that word. Day after day, in each of Christ's mystery. And then that fiat led Our Lady to be present at the very final moment of Jesus' life, when she doesn't say anymore that fiat, but that fiat is completely revealed. That fiat was meant to be the moment when Our Lady at the foot of the cross was present to be with Christ, in Christ, and to offer Jesus on behalf of the Church, on behalf of each one of us. So the staying at the foot of the cross, that way to stay, is uh, a manifestation of her obedience. And uh, the fiat was said once and forever. Yes? She didn't need now to repeat it, but her presence, her stay at the foot of the cross, was the manifestation of her constant obedience to God. This is something very important for us in our Christian life, when we stay at Mass. It is not important we can say many things, or can understand many things, literally speaking. It is important we stay. This is the best way to participate in the Mass, to stay there. And uh, this stay of Our Lady is particular. It's not just to stand at the foot of the cross, or possibly to kneel, and to pray, but uh, completely distracted. She is there with her mind, with her heart, with her soul. It's her soul that is at the foot of the cross. And then her body as well, body and soul, her full person. So she, uh, we don't 
that's why we don't hear anything said by Our Lady, but her uh, union with Christ was, was uh, perfect. Her union was interior, was the obedience of Mary to Christ's will. As Christ obeyed the Father's will to become a sacrifice of salvation. You remember we said the very first uh, aspect of Jesus' sacrifice is his interior obedience to God's will. To become, to become a sacrifice for our salvation. To have a body to be obedient in order to transform, so to speak, his life into an offering for our salvation. Our Lady is completely, uh, is, is close to Jesus in imitating this uh, attitude, this interior attitude. To be obedient in order to do God's will, to do Christ's will, to be there at the moment of that immolation in order to be able to offer Christ and in Christ to offer herself. So let's have this always in mind. How to be in the Mass? What's the best way to be in the Mass? To be there with your mind, with your heart, with your soul. We should ask ourselves whether we are always concentrated on the Mass as such, or our thoughts are wandering, memories, and distractions. The point is, do we stay there as Our Lady did with this obedience, interior obedience to God? Or do we stay there just to spend an hour and then to convince ourselves that we have satisfied the precept? We have obeyed God's precept to keep the Lord's day holy. It is something, it is different yes, from being just there to spend this hour and to, to meet the precept or to, to be there in order to be one heart with Jesus. How can we become one heart with him if we don't have this model to imitate our lady? So to stay is to obey, to sacrifice your will to God. Yeah, to sacrifice your own will. Her stay at the foot of the cross is an obedience, but that interior obedience led Our Lady to offer herself, to offer her body as Jesus did. So the sacrifice of Mary, there is a sacrifice of Mary at the foot of the cross that is offered up to Christ, in Christ, to God the Father. There is a sacrifice of Mary. There is her interior obedience which led her to offer herself, her life. The sacrifice of Mary began uh, since the Annunciation, we could say, since she was aware to be the mother of God, that she was called by God to join Jesus in his redemptive mission. That is the moment when the sacrifice began, but now the sacrifice is completed, is, and uh, 
it's it's uh, the fiat is echoed by the stain at the foot of the cross. The stain is now leading Our Lady to finally offer her body, her life, definitively, in a definitive manner. This is what I am in Christ, for Christ, for the good of the Church. There is then a sacrifice of Mary. Let us understand a little bit more the sacrifice of Mary. What is about? It's the sacrifice of her life. Yeah? The sacrifice of herself given up. Her pains, sorrows, her joys. The whole of her life is given to God. Presented to him. And transformed, finally, in this uh, last offering at the Calvary. But... The sacrifice of Mary, the sacrifice of her life, her uh, self-giving, could not be effective at all if that sacrifice was not offered in Christ, was not uh, uh, shaped on the sacrifice of Christ, and was not uh, offered up in Christ in the same in the only acceptable sacrifice, so which is the sacrifice of Christ. This means that Our Lady's personal sacrifice was the very first sacrifice that was offered to God perfectly because it was offered with the sacrifice of Christ. In the sacrifice of Christ. When? The sacrifice of Jesus was offered. This is the pattern for the church. As sacrifices, we can become personally sacrifices in Christ. When? Only when we offer ourselves in Christ. In the Mass, when the sacrifice is made, right? That is the moment. And the very first Mass is the Calvary. And at Calvary, there is a lady offering herself in Christ, in the making of Christ's sacrifice. So her sacrifice is the most perfect one. And it becomes a model for the whole church, how to offer a sacrifice. And this both for priests and for lay people. Not only for lay people, but also for priests, because even priests have to offer the sacrifice. They offer Christ. We offer Christ. But we not only offer Christ, but we offer ourselves. We priests have to offer ourselves. When we say, this is my body. Yes? This is my body. Whose body is this? The body of Christ. But I should say, this is Christ's body, per se. Yes? But the priest doesn't say, this is Christ's body. The priest still says, my body. Because I'm acting in the person of Christ. It is Christ saying, this is my body. But at the same time, I should say, this is my body too. My personal body offered in Christ. And you see from this also the, the pearl of celibacy, which is attached to the priesthood. It is one thing with the priesthood. 
despite all the attempts nowadays to overcome it, to consider it, to downplay it, to consider it only a discipline which came in the Middle Age to impede, to married people to become priests. No. It is attached to this celibacy. So the priest as well, the priest himself is also offering the sacrifice. But he can offer the, the sacrifice because there is a pattern of this offering, a pattern which is laid out for the whole church at the moment of the making of the sacrifice, which is Calvary. And Our Lady is this pattern. So she offered her sacrifice in a very unique way, because she offered herself in Christ while Christ was offering himself. So she contributed physically, so to speak, to offer Christ and to offer herself in Christ. No one can do something like this uh, action. No one, even the priest, cannot do the same. Why? You might say, why? The priest does the same, Jesus did. No. The priest is offering the sacrifice, Christ. Yes? But the manner of offering is different. The Mass is uh, a sacramental way. It's an Eucharistic way, with the signs of bread and wine. The only person who was able to offer the bloody sacrifice of Christ, his body, and with the body and blood of Christ herself is only Mary. She is unique. That's why her pattern of uh, celebration and offering is uh, for everyone, both priests and lay people. She can teach everyone in the church, both priests and lay people, how to participate how to offer Christ and how to become in Christ sacrifice of salvation. So she offered Jesus. She, was, she contributed in this offering. So she, she accomplished in a very unique way her, uh, her offering because, because it is Christ giving up himself. But we said Christ is choosing Our Lady to, to be with him in order to contribute in this salvation for the sake of humankind, for the sake of the Church. It is not John acting directly with Christ, but the John at the foot of the cross is always uh, coming uh, uh, having a relation with Christ always through Mary, through her mediation, through the fact that John at the cross is generated as son of Mary in order to be, to be properly and uh, fittingly the priest of Christ, to be able to, to offer the sacrifice. So there is a 
uh, a mediation of Our Lady, very visible at the moment of Calvary, at the moment of the sacrifice. John is uh, now is is uh, was uh, uh, united to Christ through the mediation of Mary, through being a son of Mary. And John also at that moment took Our Lady uh, among his precious things. The translation says he took Our Lady into his house. But it is not about sheltering Our Lady only. It is also about this. But this is secondary uh, to the, the fact that Our Lady was taken by John into uh, his life as his mother. Our Lady is now becoming the one who generates John to supernatural life because she's participating in Christ to our regeneration. And so John is regenerated in Christ through Mary, through her maternal generation. Otherwise, no generation at all. So John took Mary into his soul, into his life. Among all his precious things of life, not merely into his house. The house is more of a spiritual meaning. The house is the interior life of St. John. He took Mary with him. And that is possible because of the presence of the woman at Calvary. There is Christ, the new Adam, and there is Mary, who is the woman, the new Eve. Woman means new Eve, means the, the one who cooperates with Christ. As the first Eve cooperated in our ruin with the first Adam, yes, in seducing Adam because of the serpent, and making also Adam fall into sin, the second Eve, the true Eve, the woman is contributing to save us. Not to deceive us anymore, but to save us. The second Eve is the woman. So, the woman has a very important role at the cross. <clears throat> the role that was foreseen by Christ... She was appointed to be there in order to offer up Christ, in order to lay out a model of offering for the church, for each one of us, both priests and lay people. Okay? So she offered the sacrifice perfectly. The highest way of offering a sacrifice was accomplished by our Lady. But there is also another reason why Our Lady's presence at the cross is unique. And then, so from this unique presence of Our Lady at the cross, comes also the presence of Our Lady at each single Holy Mass celebrated. This is right a consequence. If Our Lady was on Calvary, appointed to be there by Christ, 
in order to join John to Christ and uh, to be a mother to the church. Right? So she, and she, in order to be the mother, had to regenerate the son, the children, by offering this, uh, uniquely, the sacrifice of Christ and herself in Christ. This means that she played a very unique role on Calvary. So unique to be inscribed forever in the memorial of that, that sacrifice. The memo in the liturgical memorial of that sacrifice, which is the Holy Mass. Yeah? The memorial of the sacrifice of Calvary is the Holy Mass. If at the moment of this uh, supreme sacrifice of Calvary, Christ offered himself and uh, he requested the presence of Our Lady to be there and to offer herself in him and to be the mother regenerating all the children, to be a model for the church, to participate in Christ. So this means that her action, her maternal action on Calvary is present in the same, in the same, is part of the same memorial of our salvation, passion, death of Christ, represented in each Holy Mass that we celebrate. So in other words, this means that in each Holy Mass where we are, uh, that we are celebrating, there is, uh, when the sacrifice is celebrated, we also celebrate what Our Lady did for us. In the mystery of the passion and death of our Lord for our salvation, there is also the action that Our Lady performed on Calvary for the sake of the church, for the sake of her children, for our own salvation. So in the same memorial of the sacrifice of Christ, there is the memorial of the sacrifice of our Lady. This is not another memorial. It is not just to put beside the memorial of Christ a memorial of a woman. No. It's the same memorial in which there is the action, the salvific action accomplished by Jesus through Mary. The offering of Christ to the Father through Mary. And then the salvation of the Church, the salvation of mankind through this generation of Mary. The generation, regeneration of all children in primis, first of all, of St. John, who becomes a son of Mary. And St. John is a model for the whole Church, we said, both for priests and lay people as children. As a, as a son of Mary, model for all children of Mary. So, in, in practical, uh, practically, what does it mean? That uh, in the same memorial of our salvation, there is a maternal action of our Lady inscribed. What does it mean when we stay at Mass, when we celebrate the sacrifice of the Mass? It means that when we represent 
in the Mass, the Holy Sacrifice of Calvary, we also make present now the Sacrifice of Mary, which is the offering of Christ through her and the offering in Christ of herself for the sake of her children, for the sake of each one of us. So there is this, we, we represent, we make now present the sacrifice of salvation that brought us life and the sacrifice is the sacrifice of Jesus and Mary. Christ uniting Mary to, her, to himself in order that all children can be partakers of that sacrifice of salvation. See, Our Lady is the, the bond of unity, the supernatural bond of unity between Jesus and the Church, always. And this bond is, is there, there is a bond of salvation, why? Because, because Our Lady was actively participating in the sacrifice of Christ, offering Jesus and offering ourselves herself in Christ and offering in that moment also each one of us. Are you with me? We, we already said we are called to be, to be, especially this is the key word of the liturgical reform of Vatican II, to be, to actively participate in the Mass, active participation, yes. But we have to understand it precisely according to this very, uh, the, the, the first activity of a person, of a disciple of Christ participating in the Mass, which is the activity of Mary. Without her activity, there is no possible human activity in the liturgy. So her presence, her offering at uh, foot of the cross is necessary to make possible the offering of each of the disciples of Christ. Again, Our Lady, this uh, devotion and the, the fact that we reflect on the doctrine of the Mass is uh, telling us that the devotion to Our Lady is not something optional or just to be seen as uh, uh, something of secondary importance. It depends most of the times on your degree of affection. If you come from a family where a lady was present, so you are devoted to her. But it is not necessary. If you come from a family more intended on Jesus only, because possibly there is an Anglican background, so you are fine as well. Now, devotion to Our Lady is not about uh, this personal degree of veneration. It is about the objectivity, the objective fact. Our Lady is there, is on Calvary performing a unique offertorial action in offering Christ, in offering herself, and then in offering actually everyone else who is reborn in Christ to be a disciple of Christ. 
This is important because at the Annunciation, when Our Lady said, Fiat, let it be done, her fiat was spoken on behalf of the Church, on behalf of every disciple of Christ. Yes? Because at the moment of the Annunciation, she, she said yes. So she conceived Christ, the head, but she conceived also the body, the members. Already the church is there, conceived with Christ. The church has to be born, of course, has to be redeemed, has to be shaped by the love of Christ and the sacrifice, but at the Annunciation, at the Conception, there is already the Church conceived in Our Lady's womb. Yeah? The members, that is each one of us, each of the disciples of Christ, already there, because of Hefiat. So Hefiat was said on behalf of everyone. The, the same happened when Our Lady... When the completion of the fiat came, which is the stay at the foot of the cross, she stood at the foot of the cross. Her staying there is an echo, we said, of her fiat. If her fiat is already spoken for the salvation of all, her maternal offering at the cross is an action accomplished, for the salvation of all. The action at the Calvary is now uh, revealing, her, uh, revealing the fullness of her maternal cooperation in Christ for the sake of the mystical body of Christ, of each member of this mystical body. So the sacrifice of Mary was offered for us too, her maternal cooperation is, is uh, necessary for, for us in order to be saved, to be regenerated as children, in order to be able to participate ourselves actively minded in that sacrifice. With, if Our Lady is not there now on Calvary, there is no no way to have the Church participate in the sacrifice of Christ. She's the bond between Christ and the Church. Okay? So, this is the reason why her maternal offering is one thing, one reality with the sacrifice of Christ. When we celebrate the Mass, in the, in the same memorial of our salvation, there is this maternal offering of Our Lady for the sake of each one of us. So it is Christ and Our Lady offering. Better to say it is Our Lady offering Christ and offering herself in Christ for us. It is Christ offering, of course, himself to God the Father with, in union with, the, the Blessed Mother. In order to... Uh, this union is also a spousal one. This union is necessary to make the Church the new spouse of Christ. If Our Lady is not there, the Church is not espoused. 
to the bridegroom, to Christ. And this is very patristic as well. The church fathers, some of the church fathers love to see this uh, moment, the espousal union between Christ and the church, especially on Calvary, on the cross. The church is espoused with Christ as the woman was given to Adam from his uh, side, from his rib. Now the side of Christ is opened and we have the sacraments. We have water and blood coming out of his side, pierced on the cross. But the, the, the new Adam, Christ, laying on the cross with his side pierced, is the bridegroom opening his arms to espouse the church. Yes? The woman. But this woman, before becoming the church, is who? Woman, behold your son. Who is this woman? Mary. Jesus was not speaking to the church when he said, Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. This woman is a person singular person, this woman is a mother. And then, this woman becomes the church. It becomes the church because she is a woman, a person. And she opens her uh, arms to embrace the whole members. This is the reason why Our Lady is the prefiguration of the church, the mother of the church. She comes before the church. And she is the very uh, completion of the church. The church is looking at her to see her final destiny in heaven. Our Lady is already in heaven, assumed into heaven. And she's already, she has uh, gone before in order to prepare a place for each one of us. So, when we celebrate the Mass, we celebrate the sacrifice of Christ and Mary. Christ through Mary. This is the way to be at the Mass. To stay at Mass. Staying as Our Lady did at the foot of the cross. And this staying, although silent, Our Lady was not speaking, but it is very, very active. Yes? There is a great action accomplished. The greatest. What? The offering of Christ. And the offering of herself in Christ for the salvation of all. This is the way to participate in the Mass. To stay there does not mean, or we don't need to always say something, do something, respond to everything, understand each single word. No, what you need, first of all, in order to also understand the words, possibly, is to do what Our Lady did. And to be with her, to be in her. If you are consecrated to her, this is the very, the highest manner to be at the Mass. To leave the Mass with Our Lady, in union with Our Lady. And uh, also to be at the moment of, we, we distinguished during the, our talks, the basically four moments. Preparation, yes. Oblation, which is the offertory. 
transubstantiation, the making of the sacrifice, the consummation of the sacrifice, and the consummation when we become one soul with the Lord in uh, receiving Holy Communion. Right? We can see in these four moments, which is the Mass, the presence of Our Lady too. And to leave these four moments in the Mass with Our Lady, in union with Our Lady. Preparation, the whole, the beginning of the Mass, the readings, the homily, the creed. This is a moment of preparation to be able now to come into the very heart of the Mass, which is the presentation of the oblates, the offertory, and then finally the sacrifice, the making of the sacrifice, the transubstantiation. We prepare ourselves with Our Lady. Preparation, hearing, and being there with Our Lady's uh, attitude. Then we come to the moment of the offertory, when we offer the oblations, bread and wine, to be transformed into the body and blood of Christ. We said, these signs, bread and wine, are the best ones to uh, represent the concept of sacrifice, the transformation of something for God. So now, if you are leaving the Mass with Our Lady, at the moment of the offertory, what you do? With the bread and wine, you offer yourselves, your own body, your own flesh, your own blood, your life to Christ. How? In the same way Our Lady did, uniting herself interiorly, with this interior obedience, and then exteriorly saying, Jesus, this is what I have for you. What I am, it is all for you. And you place yourself where? On the pattern. The pattern uh, presenting to God the oblation is also an instrument for you to be presented to God with Our Lady. How did Our Lady present herself to God? We believe that Our Lady, there is a very old tradition saying that Our Lady was presented to the temple when she was three years old. St. Alphonsus Liguori is uh, very much in favor of this uh, beautiful tradition. Our Lady was uh, consecrated to God since she was three years and was helping in the temple with the sewing of the curtain of the Holy of Holies. She presented herself to God since she was uh, three years, but she lived completely for God. This is the way to be presented to God, to have God as the only one, the only one we want to live for, and everything after him. It's a beautiful attitude to present at the moment of the offertory ourselves as Our Lady did, and to place ourselves into Our Lady's heart to be presented by her to God, to become a sacrifice. So the moment of consecration, we want to offer ourselves to be transformed as Our Lady did with Jesus and with herself. So we ask Our Lady to consecrate, 
our sins. That is to make of each one of us a sacrifice of praise to God, of propitiation to many other people, for the salvation of many other people. Yes? So in this way we are living the Holy Mass in union with Our Lady. At each single moment, we always pray to Mary to be worthy to be there, to be able to be, to come into the mystery we are celebrating. And so we participate actively. Finally, the moment of Holy Communion. This is a very important moment. If you read the true devotion to Our Lady by Saint Louis Grignon de Montfort, he emphasizes very much the importance of preparing yourself for Holy Communion with Our Lady's uh, presence. To be in Our Lady's presence in order to pray to her and to, uh, to have Our Lady in yourself, in your soul, to receive Jesus. So, to receive Holy Communion in, all, in uh, union with Our Lady. To receive it in a very worthy and uh, holy way. It's a beautiful moment. And uh, Saint Louis Grignon suggests, suggested to also, uh, for example, say some prayers, some Hail Marys, three Hail Marys, to uh, remind Our Lady of her role. Her union with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit, to now be the one who leads you to be one with Christ. She united with the Holy Trinity was made the Mother of God. She can make you now a person who becomes the house of God. Yes? Because with Holy Communion we become the temple of God. God is within ourselves. And finally, there is also another practice which is a little bit neglected, but it is very important, propitious, and it is the thanksgiving after Mass. Normally after Mass we have always something to do and we go away. But we have to learn how to thank Jesus for uh, that precious gift to be in the Mass to have, if we have received him in Holy Communion, and to have become another Mary, another tabernacle of Christ. We are actually a tabernacle of Christ, as Mary was. So we have to cherish also this practice, the thanksgiving, after Mass. Uh, there are beautiful prayers, for example, to be said. The prayer of St. Thomas Aquinas, prayer of St. Bonaventure, the Adoro Te Devote, Anima Christi, Soul of Christ, Sanctify Me, and so on. Beautiful prayers. But all this, in order to be done in the most perfect way, should be Marian. Marian, made with Our Lady. Why? For the same reason that the first tabernacle is Our Lady. She conceived Jesus. She received for the first time Holy Communion at the moment of the Annunciation. And she had Jesus physically present in her. And of course she also received Jesus in the sacrament of Holy 
uh, of the Holy Eucharist when she was at Mass with the Apostles. But uh, she was the one receiving Jesus in the most perfect way. And she's the one who can teach us how to receive Jesus, how to thank Him for being with us during the time of the Eucharistic presence of Christ within ourselves. Almost 50 minutes. It's a very blessed practice for lay people, but also for priests. To say the Mass and to thank God for the Mass sent and for the gift of Holy Communion. If we are not able to appreciate that great gift, we never understand what the Mass is. If you want another tip, we can divide the, the, the day in two moments, big moments. This is always St. Louis Grignon de Montfort advising us to do this. To divide the day in two moments. One in preparation for Mass and the other one in thanksgiving after Mass. The first half or the first bit is to prepare yourself for Mass. The second to thank Jesus for the Mass. What's the best, perfect, most, most uh, perfect way to do that? To do this in a Marian way, with Our Lady, in union with her. So you see, this leads necessarily to a Marian consecration. When you offer yourself to Mary, to be taken by her and to be guided by her, to do everything you have to do in a more perfect way.